Correct. And we know that a highly pathogenic and aggressive worm, which affects the crop yield of fruit and veggies, has been detected in the top end. Now, it's the first time that the pest has been found in the country and Chief Plant Health Officer Dr Anne Walters joins me on the line to tell us a little bit more. Good morning to you, Anne. Hello, how are you going? Yeah, really good, thank you. And can you tell me more about this worm? Yeah, so it's called um, guava root knot nematode. It's a microscopic pest um, that we've found at four sites in Darwin. We found it at Middle Point, at Jingley, at Malak and at Palmerston. So you can see that it has already, it's quite widespread. Um, what we did was we had a report from some cucumbers that were basically failing and um, obviously did some diagnostics and it came back as this particular nematode. Okay, and tell me exactly what kind of plants it's targeting and, and the damage that it does. Yeah, so it's um, got a really wide host range, which is why it's such a devastating pest, and it includes things like tomatoes, capsicum, eggplant, watermelon, sweet potato and potato, soybeans and cucumber and guava, so it's got a really wide host range. What the pest does is, it's, as I said, it's microscopic. It sort of... Um, drills into the roots of the plant and uh, it will basically live there and the plant's response is to form these galls on the roots and over time basically the plant just starts to die and what you see is very poor yields, the plant's not looking good and it's not until you actually pull the plant out and have a look at the roots that you see these galls on there that are typical of this particular pest. So and uh, you know for us laymans listening this morning, does it impact, is it more of an impact for consumers, people sort of eating their fruit and veg or for those growers and and uh, yeah yeah it's very much more um an impact for growers yep but it doesn't actually affect the produce so it won't affect necessarily the sweet potato unless you have really really bad infestation but generally for people like you and i who are just eating our sweet potato there's no real impact for us but it's the people that are growing the sweet potato that have really reduced yields and so they're growing plants but they're getting say 50 percent of the yield as an example that's when it's a real impact on them how did you detect it in the territory well, we were just really lucky and this is where the great relationship we have with growers is fantastic because one of our growers contacted us and said, look, my cucumbers aren't doing very well. Can someone come out and have a look? And yeah. some of our plant pathologists went out and had a look and said, this is, doesn't look right, took some samples and, and this is what we've come back with. So at this point in time, do you have any idea how it's ended up here? No, it's a really um, interesting question. We've started doing some tracing work, but the thing about this particular pest is that it can move around, like I said, on the roots of things, but the key um, movement pathway we think is through soil. So people moving soil around, um, you know, loading some soil into your trailer and moving it around. Um, alternatively, it can move on soil in equipment and machinery as well as on people's boots. So it can move really easily and that's where it's a really big problem. So what steps need to be taken now to try to stop the spread as, as much as we can? Yeah, so what we're telling people is to be really vigilant. If you're moving from your place to someone's property, obviously just take care to clean your boots so that you're not spreading it onto a commercial orchard or property. Um, the other thing that we are asking um, our growers to do is be really careful with their biosecurity practices. So, you know, make sure that you've got your protocols in place and that you're following them really vigilantly. Okay. And what surveillance then is, is the department doing to, to really try to stay on top of this and, and hopefully uh, halt the spread? Yeah, so what we are doing is we are asking people to let us know if you notice that your 
plants aren't looking too good and that you want someone to come out. Um, alternatively, if you want to take a sample, so if you want to pull some plants out and um, send in the roots, we'll obviously be really grateful for samples that people can um, send in and we're in contact with our um, commercial growers just to get some samples from them and to have them looking out for this particular pest. And you touched on the different areas where you believe this uh, worm is at the moment. Do you have any idea how many properties it's impacting? Well, they're the only four that we're aware of at the moment. And so that's what a lot of our work is, just getting people to contact us and say, hey, I'm a bit concerned and we can get some samples from them. So that's probably the best way for us to get as much information as quickly as we can. Yeah, right. And so, Anne, is this worm, like, is it in other, it's obviously in other parts of Australia at the moment, but what kind of impact is it causing in some of the places where it is already been identified? Unfortunately, we are the first ones in Australia to find it. And wow. that's a um, big issue that we have. So it's the first time it's ever been found in Australia before. There are other species, uh, sorry, other yeah, other species of this particular nematode in other places, such as in Queensland and New South Wales, but not this particular one. And unfortunately, this one is a very bad nematode. Goodness me. So we're actually the first in Australia to have this. And, and by the sounds of it, it's, um, it is a worry. It is a real worry for us, absolutely. Oh, what's you know what is the, what's sort of been the the feedback then from some of those commercial growers and um, producers? They must be pretty concerned at this point. Well, yeah, obviously industry is concerned. Um, the great thing is we've only got the one commercial grower that's affected at the moment. Yeah. The other sites are residential properties and a community garden, which is really great from that perspective. The grower that is affected has been fantastic. He's um, looking at alternative crops that he can um, plant because obviously the issue that we have with this particular nematode is that it will stay in the soil for 13 months even after you remove the host plants. Yep. So he's looking to um, find another plant that he can plant um, during that time and leave the soil so that the nematode will basically die out. So he's been really fantastic and pragmatic and I'm very grateful for his response and his approach. Well, I tell you what, I think that every Territorian listening this morning is going to want to do everything that they can to make sure that we don't see this spread. Um, you know, what can we do as just ordinary Territorians to make sure that, um, you know, that we try to help out uh, these growers and, and try to do the right thing by them? Yeah, that's fantastic. And um, obviously, if the community can get behind the growers, that would be amazing. Uh, if you do have any concerns um, or any um, samples that you want to send in to us, please contact Plant Biosecurity at the Department of Industry, Tourism and Trade. And we would be very pleased to answer any questions, but also to take any samples. Well, Chief Plant Health Officer, Dr. Anne Walters, I really appreciate your time this morning and um, thank you very much for sort of letting us know exactly what the situation is with this worm. But, uh, you know, I guess also making sure that we're all aware of um, of the concerns here so that we can do our best to, to try to support our growers, but also make sure that if we are concerned about anything that's maybe in our yards as well, I'm assuming that it can also be spread into those domestic sort of locations. Yeah, that's correct. And so um, if people do notice anything that's a little bit unusual, obviously, please get in contact with us and um, we will do everything we can to try and support people through this time. Dr Anne Walters, thank you so much for your time this morning. Such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you.